0: Listen to your heart Your heart is never wrong Always face the truth. Your heart you more. Welcome to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio show. I am your host. Dr. Vicki Johnson here on dcradio.gov and 96.3 HD4 here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show. We have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And all of my conversations, you've got to go back and listen to them, I tell you, they have been inspiring, informative, insightful, illuminating, and I know my guest today is going To bring more of the same kind of soul-nourishing conversation, we've been friends a very long time. She's the proud mother of two beautiful daughters, a glamma, a loving daughter, a twice-divorcee who still believes in love and marriage, a good friend and associate to many. A number one best-selling author, philanthropist, a serial entrepreneur, as you'll hear more about, a transformational life strategist, coach, and mentor. She is the CEO of TL Consultancy, LLC, the founder of Women Walking in Their Own Shoes movement and foundation, and the sole proprietor of Tea Lovers Cafe, as well as TLC Publishing Company. She uses her multidimensional consulting and coaching practice to help her clients be intentional about their being and connecting their life or business visions with goals to achieve success by way of accountability, facilitation, inspiration, coaching, and other dynamic mechanisms. She's combined her life experiences of navigating limited self-belief and fear of success, 25 plus years of professional experience and multiple certifications a life coach, an MBTI certified practitioner, uh, Prosky, a PROSCI, a PROSCI, PROSCI, change management, and facilitation to bring forth change, transformation to individuals and organizations. My guest is inherently committed to the emboldening of women specifically women 40 plus desperately seeking greater fulfillment and purpose for the next chapter of their lives. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show, my sister, my friend, my fellow December-born sister, Tawan Lo. How are you today?
1: I am fine. I am great. I am good. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me here with you today. I have
0: been looking so forward uh, to this moment, to this conversation. You know, I have a special relationship with each of my guests. You are no different. Let me just ask you quickly. What were you thinking? How did it feel? What was your experience listening to me read just a snippet, just a snippet of your bio?
1: Who's she talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is that me? Is that my story? So it's it's, it's humbling, I will say. It's humbling to hear it and to think about what it took to get me to this place, Mm. to be able to say those type of things about myself, because I probably never thought that my bio could read in that manner.
0: And this is just a snippet. Like, this is not the full bio. Let's be clear. Right. I, I know this is simply a snapshot. Of all of your experiences, all of your accomplishments, your education, your relationships, the clients you've helped, the organizations you have served, the events you have curated and produced, and the impact you have had. And, you know, Tawan, I take the time to read your bio thoughtfully and with intention because you took the time to become this person, to endure hardship and many sacrifices, tears, et cetera. So it's an opportunity for me to celebrate you, to highlight you, to amplify your greatness and to say thank you for being and for not quitting and for not giving up. So I appreciate you. And I'm so looking forward to this conversation today.
1: Thank you. you. Yeah,
0: you're welcome. Who are you at your core? You take away all of these certifications, your 25 plus years of professional experience in your career, et cetera. Who is Tawan? Who are you at your core?
1: Who am I at my core? I am a, who am I at my core? I am a overcaring giver. I think that's the only two things I can say, over-caring and a giver. Um, One of my gifts is giving, and I do it in so many different ways that people don't even know or recognize. And it's such my being. It it really just is who I am. Making sure that I'm okay and other people are okay. So my giving is not just giving to others, it's also giving back and feeding to myself and making sure that I'm nourished. I am a I love deeply. I'm a very loving person, but I am also a very Hmm. Stern person, I guess I would say, to my core. I mean, some people probably say I'm mean, but I'm not. I'm just about. I'm just about a matter of fact and to the point, and I love that about me. And I tried to change that about me, but it is the core of who I am, and it makes me who I am. And actually, it makes it helps the other pieces of my life. Actually, it really contributes greatly to the type of coach I am, the type of mentor I am, the type of friend I am.
0: Hmm.
1: So a giver, overloving, and just a matter-of-fact type of person, period. Who inspires you? Where do you glean your inspiration? My mom, my grandmother, and literally just seeing other women in their element seceding on their own terms. I don't care how small their accomplishments are or how big, just seeing them do it inspires me. My grandmother always told me to do my best and give my best no matter what I do. Uh, My grandmother was a domestic. She did her best, gave her best, and I did not understand the impact of her life on my family until she passed. And just listening to how people spoke about her, yeah. And I just started thinking about all the things that she used to say to me and how she was imparting in me all the long. I probably didn't realize it, you know, as a teenager, even as an adult, how she was just instilling certain things in me. And then I didn't realize how much of my grandmother that I am. Um, I kind of picked up the baton. And I am kind of, I, I don't fix as much as she fixed, but I am that doer. You know, I I fix in a different way. She would, I, I try to fix and you learn from my fix, she would just fix. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she would come in and like, okay, you messed up. You're going to fix it and go. I try to make it teachable moment so you won't have to mess up again. But I do help fix. So, and my mom, when I say that I'm a giver, I come from a line of people. That is our gift of giving, my mother's a good a great inspiration to me because when i look at unselfish love unconditional love that's what i see from my mother and it has taught me to be softer and that is okay it is okay to love
0: yeah you know i, I want to go back a moment to you talking about your grandmother grandmothers are really special yeah it just is inherent right yeah. If, you're, if you were blessed to know your grandparents, specifically your grandmother, that was just a bonus in this lifetime because the impartation that we receive from grandmothers is so far reaching. Like you said, you don't even realize it until years later, either when you're older and they're older or after they're gone really understand the impression that and the imprint is the word yeah. i have so many ways of both of my grandmothers and and i find myself often reflecting on what they deposited in me that really some of it is just coming to fruition and both of them have been on the other side they transitioned over 20 years ago Mm-hmm. But I still feel very much their presence in my life. And I'm grateful for that. So I appreciate and really adore is the word, how you you've reflected on the impact your grandmother had on you and and in your life. Let me ask you this, Twan. Understanding that we learn many lessons over the course of our lifetime and I got to give you a special shout out to women walking in their own shoes, movement and foundation. I've been blessed to attend that event and be a part of that labor of love in your field of harvest. I'll call it. Share one or two lessons that you've learned over the course of your lifetime that after you learned
1: the lesson, it caused you to pivot. I'm going to talk about a lesson you taught me. Okay. So when I started the movement, so it's funny that you even brought up the movement. When, you, when I started, um, it's funny because I just said, you know, God, what's my next? And, you know, this is what I would like to do. And how could I do this? I would like to, you know, make a, be an impact and influence women at a larger level. I would like to share my story. I would like to share my walk and I would like to share my knowledge. How do I do that? And, you know, I never was thinking about a conference, so to speak, but that's kind of how it happened. And I wanted to do all these things with women. And one day, me and you were talking and you shared with me and you said, sister, I need if you're going to work with women, I need you to like women. (laughs) Hey, Vicky, that hit in the gut was so... It, it knocked the wind out of me. That, that, when I got off the phone with you, I was pissed. I was like, I ain't talking to her ever again. Who she thinks you think she is? <laughs> She's telling me I don't like women. I do like women. I wouldn't be going doing all this. I mean, you, you know, I had to have that whole like conversation to myself. But then I went to God and I asked God some questions. And he said, there's some things that I need you to clean up in your heart regarding women. When she said it to you, she wasn't being vicious. But what she was saying to you is this, there's still some residue of hurt mm. that comes out. And in order for you to be the impact that you need to be and that you're asking me to let you be, you have to deal with that. So that was a lesson for me. It was a big lesson. So I had to go back and do some soul work, actually, to find out where was that level of hurt so I could change, so I could heal from that, so I could show up better as my authentic self. I can show up in the way the women who would come to my tribe, would be attracted to me and they wouldn't see what you instantly saw. So that was a big teachable moment for me because I really thought that I had made peace with a lot of things, which I had, but I wasn't totally healed. There were some pieces that were still out there. And it was a big teachable moment because I was, I could not understand why women were not connected to me. And they were not connected because I was apprehensive of giving my all because I didn't trust women. That's huge. That's
0: huge. And thank you for your vulnerability and your transparency. And I got to tell you, that was all spirit because I don't even remember saying that to you. (laughs) That was all God, all spirit. I'm just a conduit. I'm just a vessel. Right. Um, but that is so powerful in order to do the work to empower others. Let's just generalize it. You have to like people. You do. If you don't like people, you should not be in the people business, be in a project-driven business. And that is no shade, no judgment, because no. everybody is not a people person.
1: Right.
0: And that is the importance of having clarity, about who you are, what what you are passionate about, what lights you up. And if being around people does not light you up, you shouldn't work with people every day, right? (laughs) Discover what you love and try to connect to why you love it. I I, I so appreciate you
1: sharing that because that's huge. Thank you. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I was mad at you for a long time. You didn't know I was mad at you. I you. sure didn't. I, I didn't even sorry. know. And, and I mean, I never would have told you because I can't be mad at you seeing truth. Now, look how, everyone, it, look how it has
0: blown, though. Look at the beautiful garden it has become.
1: Oh. And, and that, actually, it was a lifesaver beyond business. It helped me show up in my relationships with my friends differently. mm. I did not compartmentalize things. I became a little bit more, not come a little bit more. I became more open, yeah, and I did not put people in a box. I allowed themselves to put them I allowed them to put themselves in the box, and then I navigated the relationships based off of what they did and not based off experience with yeah. other people. so. Yeah. It was a it was a life lesson that it it taught me something professionally and personally. So I never shared that with you. Only one other person knows this story. But I do thank you because it did. It shifted me personally. And then it shifted me professionally. And the shift would never have come if I did not have a big little sister who would not have told me truth.
0: Isn't that something? It's a gift to have people around you who will tell you the truth.
1: I prefer to have those people around me, but I know we need them all. <laughs> <laughs> we do, it's, we it's, do need them everybody. all, but it is a gift. You have people around
0: you who will yeah. tell you the truth. And sure, that's not everybody. But when people love you enough to tell you the truth, yeah. they really love you.
1: Yes. Especially that kind of hard truth. You know, sometimes people just kind of glaze that oak things like that over. That 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 was a hard truth. I mean, literally, <laughs> you said that to me, I was not the, like, uh, I ain't gonna cuss, but what the yeah, I do like women. What you mean? I mean, you know, it, it really and I want to say this for any for the listeners. It took me a while to walk through that. It just wasn't automatically t- I changed and shipped. It took a while. I I had to do it was a process. I really had to walk through because like I said, I thought I had dealt with that. And I had to go back and see where those places was and what I call it is I had to go back and close those um graves that wasn't that didn't have all the dirt on them and wasn't put fully in the ground.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. And you know what we often do is after we've been hurt or wounded, we then move forward into our lives, most of the time subconsciously, through the lens of being triggered by past traumas with new people, right? Mm -hmm. And that is the work. Yeah. That is the work to not allow old wounds to damage new relationships. So, so good. So good. Share a moment that changed you forever. Share another moment that happened in your life that after it happened, you knew you would never be the same. Divorce. Hmm. (laughs) Talk about that.
1: (laughs) Twice divorce at that. The second divorce was harder than this first one for different reasons. The second the one is because I really gave myself permission to love the person. Going through the divorce, A, I realized that I was the common denominator mm-hmm. in the twice divorce. Couldn't put that on anybody else. And it was at a time that my life was at a crossroad, not just personally, but also professionally. Mm-hmm. And I had to make some serious decisions about who. I really wanted to be because I don't think I have I had ever asked myself that question. And I was in my forties. So I started looking at who I was and how I was showing up in the world. And did I really like the person that I was and was I limiting myself and why? And when I just started asking those questions and of course, all of us are like, an onion. you got to kind of keep peeling back the layers. Once I kept peeling and peeling and peeling, I was like, oh, my goodness. I do like who I am, but I don't like who I am. Mm-hmm. So now I got to do some more work. I got to do some work. At the same time that this happened, I went to a girlfriend's birthday party. And I was the oldest there. And they were... She, it was, it was kind of like she was doing some soul wealth work, but before I knew what soul wealth was, or was, you know, before time real popular. Uh-huh. And they were asking questions, where do you want to be in five years and 10 years? And I'm listening to these young girls answer this question. And I'm like, hell, I don't know where I want to be tomorrow. Hmm. I just want to get through the day, deal with this man. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. And I was like, why don't you have the answers to these questions and why have you not been asking yourself the things? So divorce and that party and it all happening like around in the same time was the pivot that totally changed the whole trajectory of my life.
0: That's powerful. And I want to tie that back to the lesson that you shared Mm -hmm. when you talked, because here it is, when you are not clear on who you are, what you want, what you desire, what you love. You cannot love yourself, right? You probably don't like yourself. You get stuck in this pattern of survival. So to the point of the lesson you said you learned in a conversation you and I had, how could you serve and like other women when you really... We're not clear about how to like, love, and serve yourself. Equals, we cannot give away what we don't have.
1: <laughs> period. Yeah, that's for sure. Period. Okay. Period. Yeah,
0: that, that's, period. that's why we need to heal. That yeah. is the importance of healing. That, that's it right there. And I, I just love your transparency. I love you. I've always
1: adored you. And hugs, hugs, hugs. Hugs, because, to you. Because, because. Yeah, yeah, hugs to you. I do want to say one thing, though. Mm-hmm. The divorce and everything was before the women walking in their own shoes. So it was funny. I was learning about me and who I want to be in divorce and things and have become gotten clarity. <laughs> but when that situation came up, it reminded me sometimes we think because we address some things, we good. Right. You got to address all things. You gotta address all things. So good. If you don't, like you said, those triggers <laughs> will come, and it's the triggers that will lose you everything Listen. if you have not done, if you have not dealt with that issue effectively.
0: You gotta address all things. All I everything. love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Listen, we're we're winding down here. Let me ask you, how did you? What what inspired you to start your your tea lovers cafe, your tea business? I know you're a serial entrepreneur, you're a consultant, you're an event planner, organizer, mentor, coach, publisher, you're you're an author. But what what inspired you to start Tea Lovers Cafe?
1: Um, I love love all things tea. I love drinking tea. Uh Um, I was in a phase of trying all different types of teas because in my work, one of the things I started doing is, you know, spending a lot of time with self. Journaling and doing different things, and uh, tea relaxed me. So I was trying different teas, mm-hmm. and then I had created this box um, get a little TLC box, yeah. a little creative box. And I was looking for different companies and places to put things in the box. And one of the things that I always wanted to have in the box was tea because it was get a little TLC. So I wanted to make sure you had some type of tea, something that would relax you. And I was reaching out to different companies and people just did not seem like they were interested. So I started investigating what would it take to have my own tea business. I started researching and doing different things, looking into different companies. And then when I finally found what I like and what resonated with me, some a tea company that um or well, tea companies that I could work with that would not put me in a box I said you know what I'm gonna start tea lovers cafe I know people like tea they drink tea and it started with my box and then I just um drew it to then be the tea lovers cafe and let it sit on its own. Phenomenal phenomenal
0: what are you grateful for? Life
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> period <Yeah. laughs> You need some TLC in your life. You need some Tawan low consultancy, tender, loving care. You need some TLC and some Tea Lovers Cafe. Listen, TLC, the girl is awesome. You see what I'm saying, y'all? How can our listeners connect with you, sister? How can they get some tea, buy a book, get coaching, mentoring, invite you to speak? How can can they find you? Well,
1: I, 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 I hope hopefully I'm well-branded. Tea Lovers, everything is TLC for me. Everything is TLC. Um, You can find me on Instagram at TL Consultancy. That's the best place to find me or at com. And if you are a true tea lover, tealoverscafe.com. Those are the three places that you can find everything. So,
0: Tawan, T-A-W-A-W-N.com, yeah.
1: Tawan.com.
0: And what's the website for the tea again? Tea Lovers Cafe. Tea, that's easy. T-E-A, Tea Lovers Cafe.com. I tell you, TLC, you need a little TLC in your life.
1: Everybody needs On a TLC.
0: TLC. get you as much of her generosity as you can. Thank you so much for this powerful conversation, insightful, transparent. I love you. I adore you. I invite you all to visit my website, VickyJohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at All Things vicki. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, All Things Vicky Johnson. Vicky is V-I-K-K-I. Listen, if you're feeling a little adventurous, meet me over in my Patreon community, and it's patreon.com forward slash mystic soul sisterhood. Check it out. And remember, soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world. Live with passion. Live with purpose. Don't allow old wounds to damage new relationships. Do your work. Drink some of this TLC from Tea Lovers Cafe. Thank you to Juan Lo. Thank you to the Soul Wealth Radio Show family for listening here on dcradio.gov and 96.3 HD4. Go out into the world, live full so you can die empty. Until next time. Peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand, it's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit vickijohnson.com or click on soul Wealth at dcradio.gov.